This is Brandon C. Ballard, the director of Peak Scholars Academy, and Brandon Captures getting here with Lauren Reed live at Water Ice Radio. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, Hey, it's your girl, Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live, right here on Water Ice Radio, the show where you get another scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is Ho, H to the O-V, I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z, I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the R-O-C, Ho! What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by waterice.com, your scoop to everything Philly. Now let's go. Yeah, yeah, we're back, we're back, we're back. Tuesday night. Yes. Yes, what's up with you, Jay? How's it I'm chilling, man. I mean, great weekend. I just want to give a really, 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 really quick shout out uh, to my boy Eric. It was his birthday. Went up to New York. Uh, spent some time with him and his girlfriend, Stephanie. Hey, hey, Saw Eric some people Steph. I haven't seen in a while. Shout out to Tomas, Coach. Uh, we all went out a couple times. It was love. Love New York. I could be a permanent tourist, though. You could be a permanent tourist. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't feel the need to move out. I there. feel the same way about um about New York. It's sometimes it's just too much. It's a lot. It's overwhelming, like every day. Every day. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll be. I'm, I love to visit. I love the city. It's a great city to visit. Uh, okay. I don't think I'm there as far as to live there yet, but it was fun. Had a really good time. Got back yesterday. It was great. Uh, yes. So shout out to them for hosting me. Good it stuff. Was a lot of good stuff. How I about love you? Stephanie and Eric. They're really cool. Yeah, very cool people. So cool. Uh, how was how was your weekend? Weekend was good. I mean, it's been like this depressing as rain going on here in Philly. I don't it know was nice yesterday, though. It was nice yesterday. Yeah. But the rest of the week was like ridiculous. Yeah. So Saturday, it kind of rained. But I stayed in, finally got an opportunity to kind of just like chill, binge watch some stuff on TV. Nice. And then Sunday, kind of, it was a really beautiful day on mm. Sunday. So I got to um, chill, go out, do a couple things, but like normal things, like go to the grocery store. Not, like not chores and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open the windows. Yeah. Up, Get some plants. I mean? <laughs> I'm definitely not doing, I don't do not have a green thumb. That's <laughs> one thing for sure about me. I don't have that. God forbid when I get a house one day. All these dead ass leaves and shit. I'm going to have to hire like a landscaper because it's going to be terrible. And I'm not interested in it either. Right. Like at all. Right. But good. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Yeah, man. We're back at it. You guys, we are so busy right now. We got so much coming up. Yeah, it's a lot. You guys are going to be 
seeing a lot of good stuff coming up. Shout out to everybody in the Water Ice Radio and the Water Ice family. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Um, but tonight, guys, we have a really good show in store for you. We have a guest. Yes, we do. We haven't had one in a while. I know. Is it just me and you hanging out, right? Yep. But we have a guest tonight, Mr. Brandon Ballard. He is the um, founder of Peak Scholars Academy. He's going to come through and talk about the Academy and also a lot of cool events that he has coming up. Um, that's our boy. He's like family around here. We can yeah. see him at a lot. Um, yeah. At a lot of Great, photographer. Great yeah, photographer. He's always at these events. All the other events that we're at. Um, so he's going to slide through and come uh, talk to us about everything he's got going on. Yeah. So also tonight, we have our normal retro recap. So that's going to be really cool. Got a couple cool things to talk about. But the music I'm excited about tonight. Yeah. Wow. What we're we doing? Tonight, we are also going to... Uh, Salute and honor the icon Janet Jackson. Yeah, I feel like she's like our generation's first like icon. Yes, she definitely is. Yeah. And she was honored at the Billboard Music Awards this weekend. She's the first African American woman to ever get the icon award. Yeah. Yeah. So I like people forget how dope she was in the late eighties, nineties, yo. Absolutely. She was that she was that chick, yo. I definitely give her her props in the, in that. I mean, there there's been some discussions around here before about how I feel about <laughs> Janet Jackson. Now, not that I don't like Janet Jackson. Yeah. But I think she's definitely an icon in our uh, generation for sure. And I thought tonight it was a good time to honor her. I'm with it. So me and you pick some of our favorite Janet songs. And actually, we're going to go right into one right now. Let's do it. All right. So first one is my pick, actually, with When I Think of You. That was going to be one of my picks. It was? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a real fun song. Yeah. All right. So let's get into that. It's Janet Jackson, When I Think of You. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What I Ice Radio. We will be right back. Yeah, yeah. And we are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What I Ice Radio. And that was Janet Jackson, What I Get So Lonely. Best video with choreography, maybe. That, that video was dope. You remember everyone used to try to uh, do the do the dances? All the time. It was like at every talent show. Like, <laughs> it was like Aaliyah, Janet Jackson. Aaliyah, Rockable, or yeah. Are You That Somebody. Yeah, Are You That Somebody. Jackson, I get so lonely for sure. Right. Well, that was that. That was, that was my pick, everybody. And just so you guys know, our guest is in the building. Mr. Brandon Ballard is here. Hello, Brandon. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to the show. Yes, we made it. Made I know. It. We're here. I know. I know. The it's world a long is time not trying to allow me to make it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, but you're here. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. We had to have you. Yes, we had to have you here because you are definitely a mover and shaker out here yeah. in these streets. So we wanted to catch streets. up with you to see what, was, what you got going on, which is a lot. Yep. But before That's we get into all of that, right? Brandon, one of the favorite things that we do around here is the Ratchet Recap. Ratchet Recap. The Ratchet Recap is a part of the show where we talk about anything and everything that's ratchet. So, Jay, it could be sports. It could be celebrity news. It could be politics. It could be local news. Trending topics. Trending topics. And most importantly, it can be about you. With your ratchet Ratchet. Ass. You ratchet. So, if I catch you <laughs> out here being ratchet in these streets, no, I'm going to talk about you on this segment for sure. Absolutely. All right, but tonight. Let's get into it. Well, one of the stories is definitely ratchet. But the first story is I'm feeling this all the way. Okay. All right. So I necessarily wouldn't call it ratchet, but it deserves to be in the news. We got to bring it up. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. So Netflix yesterday announced a multi year production deal with Barack and Michelle Obama. Mm. Yeah. How dope is that? That's going to be cool. I'm I'm, I'm anxious to see what kind of content they come up with. So that was going to be one of my questions for you guys. Like, what do you think they could possibly be doing? So first of all, they said it's going to be several different things. So it's going to be documentaries, um, series, um, all types of stuff. Nice. So what do you think? Well, so 
one of Obama's favorite shows is The Wire. So you think he'll do something like something hard hitting, like probably maybe like Chicago, exploring Chicago, yeah, exploring the depths of Chicago to that extent. See where it's at. Chicago is definitely going to be a part of it for sure. Yeah, and I think that Michelle probably would. I think there should probably be like some documentaries on like young black African-American women oh, or something I, I was like thinking that. more of like what, what her platform was was like obesity. Oh, with the child uh, yeah. like with the food thing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, probably. Or, yeah, just like just organic food and stuff like that. But I'm looking for like a really good like like series, like a web series, uh, uh, like maybe like a love story, something like a, a drama, mm-hmm. kind of like maybe with a little comedy mixed in it. You think they're able to do stuff like that? I do, and not only that, they're going to have a dope soundtrack. Oh, yeah. With all the people yeah. that they know, oh, yeah. it's gonna be like original oh, yeah. music. People are calling them, like people are trying to get in contact with them right now. Oh, yeah. We're trying to do that. Oh, best believe, Chance, Beyonce, Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna be the best time. It's yeah, yeah it's smart. <laughs> I think this is gonna be first of all. Shout out to Netflix. They are taking oh, yeah. over for sure. Yes, they are. with this whole situation, they really are. I mean, in a minute, it's going to be like. I'll be honest with you. I don't like to watch shows anymore that I can't binge watch. <laughs> so like the, all the shows that are series that I really like, I will wait until a whole season is over for me to then and go, go back and binge watch it. It's not fun for me to have to wait a week anymore to watch a show, it's, except for Game of Thrones. Right. It, it's it's crazy <laughs> how like how much just people uh, just took it in. Like before, people were like I don't know, you know, having that option, right. but now everybody's about it. Well, yeah, it's especially crazy. because cable is so expensive. Also. People are like, I can do this well for what? Is it like ten, twenty dollars a month? Yeah. Now? Well, if you get two services, that's like twenty dollars a month. Yeah. Right. Two. Are you? Do you binge watch anything, Brandon? Uh, I do. I do. Actually, uh, Power was my show. I'm waiting for coming Power back. to come June, back. June, right? Did you see that? Uh, tr- uh, actually, the July. Trailer? July. Okay. Yep. First thing in July. If you saw that trailer, that was powerful. Um, the Walking Dead. That's been my show. Uh, I've watched those five straight seasons in like two days. Are you, so, game, of, are you yeah. a Game of Throner? Uh, I am a Game of Throner, oh, yes. Nice. Uh, we actually, I was actually kind early. of upset. I'm a, little, I'm a little upset at the, the Game of Thrones producers because like the the way they started and the way they were uh, able to tell the story and bring it up towards its end, you know, as we know it currently. Right. They did it so creatively as to like not ever give us exactly what we were waiting for was which that war to start right right and i was you know as a uh, i was a late fan i was a late late fan fan but i'm a serious fan now yeah and so i was just like wait a minute so all that awesomeness like y'all went through all of this and still didn't get to see the war like what right right so i'm just you know i'm excited i'm just upset i gotta wait till next year yeah, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. feeling that. Year and a half? I was like, what? What's, I'm, I'm going to forget. I think when anything sounds like a year away, we're just like, oh, come on. Now. In, t- like, in TV time, though, I feel like it's so long. That's so yeah, long. You know so how many long. other shows I watch? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we're a little bit past like the uh, the DVD era now, too. So true. like that used to be painful, having to wait for the uh, God, movies d- to come on DVD. It, yeah. Not anymore. So I'm glad you picked, uh, yeah, said that. Anymore. Um, Black Panther just came out mm-hmm. like last like on DVD like, yes! because they because they realized we're we're past that now so wow. now it's like they're like fuck they're like fuck it it's not it's it's basically you can buy it like on demand right now like mm-hmm. on on cable and wow like yeah it's yeah. not free on HBO and shit like that yet but mm-hmm. yeah. you can buy it or rent it or buy it and own it I'm like yo this movie just came out last month yeah yeah yeah, yeah. remember yeah. you used to have you used to wait patiently it was like six months for like best buy to release oh yeah. 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 
It was a crazy. That's that. I and then I mean it. I don't know what you guys' allowance used to look like, but you know the that immediate release. You know I had to wait 20, for the prices I, to knock down. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Before I could jump yeah. out. That nineteen ninety nine. Come on, for that I DVD. think Blockbuster like you could rent a movie on Tuesdays. It was like a dollar or something right. like that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah Redbox yeah. is almost about to be obsolete now. Yeah. Because I'm about longevity. Though. I want to be able to own it and you know come right. back to it. I don't want to feel like you know I'm 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 renting this experience. But you could buy it though, like and just keep it digital. You know, coming from Sheltonham, you know I didn't know all. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't know all these things. Okay, so guess what? I, people clown me. Like the last time I moved into my because uh, you had DVDs. I still have. I won't get rid of them. No, my my my, my homegirl Yvette, her parents they buy every DVD. They don't care. They like we're collecting these songs. Like not too long ago, maybe like four or five months. Uh, it was a, maybe like a year ago. I really wanted to have like Love Jones and The Best Man and all that mm. stuff on DVD, and I got it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not giving. Like someone was like, Why do you have a DVD player in my house? I was like, Because do you want to watch Love Jones or no? <laughs> or right. no right. <laughs> like we could be lit or not. Right. not girl, we had to watch it on BT with a hundred commercials. <laughs> yeah, like, which yeah. one you want to do? And like no cursing and shit. But yeah, so <laughs> that's cool, Brandon. We don't have to kick you out. You're a Game of Thrones. You watch really yeah. good shows. You in it? You girl. passed the test. All right. All right. So yeah. So I'm really excited about this. But there was some controversy in regards to this because a lot of people in the political scene are like, mostly Republicans, are like, well, this is, um, the the owner, one of the owners of Netflix, was actually a huge donor in the Obama campaign. His so last he ain't campaign. in office no more. That's what I said. What are you worried about it for? He can't, he can't run again. <laughs> like unless unless Michelle runs, then it'd be like, uh. No, I don't but I don't care. All the shit that they they get. Halliburton and, and NRA, stop. I like, mind your business. Stop, right. <laughs> yeah. Why are you worried about this? Please, you're doing way too much. And then people are like, well, this is changing the game of what past presidents will do now once they are out of office. Normally, it's more like charitable things. Write a book. Like, write a book. He's already done that. Him mm. and Michelle have already done that. Mm-hmm. This is like to- this is totally different. Good. They got to they gotta stay busy somehow. Absolutely. They're young, too. They are young. I think they're going to get their daughters involved. Yeah. Stuff. Like, you got to think all these other presidents that were presidents, they were, like, old. Yeah. So it's not like they could do a lot. Because I'm not mistaken, because Malia took a year break before she went to her freshman year. And she actually she worked with Shonda Rhimes on right. some of their stuff, too. So I'm pretty sure they're, like, into this type of lane. This is going to be good for them. That's where the that's where the bread is at. That's where the checks are. There you go. <laughs> that's also the interesting. And Shonda Nef- is coming over to Netflix. Correct. Netflix got checks. Yeah. That's also the interesting thing about not really knowing what people are working on in the background, you know, regardless of yeah. how much you see them projected in any you know area or so. So I always talk about this. I'm, Brad, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I like when like influencers or artists like just come out of nowhere and just drop bombs. Like, yeah. what? That's what they've been doing? As opposed to like every other day you see them like, yo, what's, you know what I mean? Exactly. I just feel like it has more of an impact. It's the power so of now perception. people be like, oh, shit, I got to look out for this. Absolutely. Also, anybody looking for a job, you can go on Netflix and you can actually binge watch shows and do reviews on them, and they have a job posting for that. Damn, I might need to do that part time. I might time. Have to do that too. Mm, do they offer benefits? Like, what's, <laughs> what's benefits like? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the package look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I get like free Uber Eats so that way I can like keep myself energized? <laughs> right. right. Like, you know, and that's actually a really good idea. It seems like it'd probably be a good partnership for them I would get though. That so. Yeah. Yeah. That would like, be cool. I gotta, I gotta send that to my aunt. My aunt would love that. <laughs> <laughs> she loves TV. Be clear. Uh, I do that at work already. So I can, I can do this. We can do this now. You know right, what I'm going right, to say? Right, right. Actually, you know what? We're about to take a break. We're going to look up to see if there's job. All right, we word. Netflix, so we on it. 
on it. So, um, again, we have Janet Jackson tonight. Uh, we are honoring her as an icon. She was um, honored at the Billboard Awards on Sunday, which is really cool. We'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. But um, the next song up is yours. Jay, is Miss You Much. Good song. Good Another choreography. Good the choreography on that is dope. Another good, yeah. good video. Yep. Her videos were like movies almost. They were. Her, her and her brother, brother man. Say, they, all, they started that, right? Yep, pretty For much. Sure. All right, everybody, it's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here. What a Ice Radio. I got my boy, Jay the Gentleman, with me, and our special guest, Brandon Ballard from the Peak Scholars Academy. We will be right back. And we are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on What a Ice Radio. That was Janet Jackson with Miss You Much. Yep. That was Jay's pick, everybody. Yep. And we are here again with Brandon Ballard. He is the owner and the creator of Peak Scholars Academy. And we are going to get into all of that in a second. But we got to finish up the Ratchet Recap, everybody. So this story is kind of ratchet. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little bit mad at K-Dot about this. Okay. All right. But Kendrick Lamar invited a fan up on stage that was white. Okay. But then stopped her when she started to use the N-word during a song. <laughs> Now, come on, K-Dot. You know good and damn well they be saying the words. Right. At home. Right. In the car, in the shower. You going to invite Instagram, this girl up. On Instagram. <laughs> on Snapchat. Snapchat. And you going to invite this girl up on stage and don't think she going to say the word? Right. So this was at a festival. It was at the, I see. All right. So the Hangout Festival is on the shores of, like, Alabama. Oh, please. Now, they call people niggas every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's their normal. Right. So she was comfortable. Just to give shit. just to give a little pre, you know pretense to what Hangout Fest is. It's actually um, MTV. Um, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, basically, Girl. so Hangout Fest, you know, you said in Alabama, um, he bought a white fan on stage to rap alongside him, and it didn't take long for, uh, I guess her name is Delaney, mm. the fan he bought on stage to mess up, performing Mad City, which every other word is. Yeah. And down where you from? Exactly. Yeah. At the end, um, I guess he thought maybe she was going to bleep it out herself. No. But why was she? No. I mean, you supposed to be more drunk. I mean, they're not going to be subconscious that. even, let alone. You know what I mean, like, nah. Come on. So he stops it and he's like, wait, 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 wait. Um, and she said, if I, she was like, am I not cool enough? For you? <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, up? I felt almost feel bad for she her. Was like, What's up, bro? What's the problem? And he was like, yo, you got to bleep out that one word. And she was like, all right, cool, no problem. They restart the song. <laughs> they thought She thought the F word. <laughs> yes. They restart the song. And the whole, but hold on, I'm sorry. Let me rewind. The crowd was booing her when she was saying the N word. <laughs> they were like, boo, no. And I'm just like, come on, yo, they all know better, right? So they end up. Bleep, um, playing the song back over, but then Kendra Lamar cuts her off again. Wow. And was like, nah, nah, you good. You did enough. Yeah. Let me go to this next song. And guess what his next song was? Bitch, don't come up vibe. <laughs> I love he's it. A he's a savage. Yeah, yeah. He planned all of that. <laughs> he knew that was going to happen. <laughs> so thoughts on this. Like, yo, did he, do you think he purposely did this? Do you purposely think he I'm, asked I'm, a white fan a couple of Listen, as, as, we were, just where we're at. She knew the words. Like, she knew the other words. Too. Right, 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 right. So, with that being said, I, I, that's just too much. I'm good. I was like, come on, K. I ain't going to have him do, I ain't going to do her like that. Nah. Because you know what the, what's going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. He set her all the way up. Yeah. I was. I actually. Look, I didn't feel bad for her, but I low key was like, "Oh, Delaney." <laughs> oh damn. Been, like in my head, I've been like, mm, 
I am not going to do this. Yeah, but, yeah. Find um, somebody else. Out of all those people, out of all those people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, nah, stop. Was it not one brother in the crowd? <laughs> yeah. One yeah. sister in the crowd? <laughs> it had to be. So, I mean, here's the age-old question again about the N-word, right? Right. But I don't want to really get into that, but all of us here probably have other friends of other persuasions and have been out with them when, like, in a club or turn-up situation, in the car or whatever, with a hip-hop song that probably has the N-word in it. Mm-hmm. So how do we all deal with that situation? <laughs> I don't... Uh, I don't know. How do, do, how do, do you, you... feel like any of your friends have tried to censor it? Um, they, You know, for the most part, I can honestly say for the most part, a lot of my friends don't use it like how we... Like, on, you know, on some chill shit, like to... You know, for, like, saying my homie or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, but if it's in a song... Yeah, if it's in a song, I mean, I try not to get too upset because it is what it is. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. For me, I guess the... It's hard to explain because it's like it's got to be intent behind it and it's got to be like on some other shit. But I don't I don't I don't really I don't think I've ever had a, 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 a um, an instance when uh, one of my friends was like, I, I mean, in a rap song, sure. But like on some like chill shit. Like my homie? Yeah. Like, no, nigga. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Anything with you, Brennan? I also don't think I've had any friends use it in that sense. Uh, yeah, I've mainly played like a super passenger to that. Okay. You know, being in a situation where I might be like the smallest percentage, actually. And then Got just kinda, Yeah, so. So you know. I, I don't necessarily, that's none that I can remember having any friends of the, another race kind of like use the word as like we're listening to a song or something. Yeah. But I've probably also been too intoxicated to even remember if they did it. <laughs> <And> right. Uh, <laughs> right. In that very moment, not really thinking about it. But I will say this. I'm actually mindful mm-hmm. of saying it around my other. Like I say it. I, I mean, actually, it's been one of those things that I've been trying yeah. not to do. But I feel like it almost just kind of like comes out normally sometimes. Right. But I also am very conscious around other races of people to Agreed. not use uh, to not use the word Agreed. because I think they then feel like there's a level of comfort. Correct. So if I'm not making them comfortable, then they will be uncomfortable. Correct. You get what I'm I to say? Definitely, definitely, definitely. So that's I was just going to say like I think like I mean I don't want to say my friends are woke but like they're they just I mean that's just not something that they you know I mean awesome yeah, chill shit even. I don't even think so. Like in the ones I feel like if they even have to ask a question about it, then they're not woke. Right. Like, is it okay? Like, right. No, bitch, now, not. most of my friends know not to say it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's never been okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think K Dot definitely set this girl up, and I was definitely. Like, that's fucked. I was like, oh, that's fucked up. That's not cool. He shouldn't have did that to her. I'm alright with it though. <laughs> I mean, listen, it made for great rationale. Yeah, she was too comfortable sure. on stage. No. Like, remember right. the times we in. Get off my mother. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Man, bitch, don't kill my vibe. Get my stage back. But no, um, it is. Now, kind of going into a little bit of the end of the Ratchet Recap. Are you guys excited for any concerts coming up soon? Because there's tons of There's people. a lot. There's tons. a lot. Well, Drake and Migos. Aubrey and the Migos. Yeah, on the 15th of September. And then literally days later is Childish Gambino and Ray Shremmer, which I, I have to go to that. In October is J. Cole. J. Cole's. And then Made in America is in Labor Day weekend. Roots Picnic is next week. 
Actually, Migos was just here last week. They were just here last Saturday. Yeah. They were just here last Saturday. Bruce Picnic, like you just said, Bruce Picnic, right? Yeah. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Beyonce on the run. Yeah, it's a great Um, year for concerts. I'm not a fan, but 21 Savage is going to be at Noto uh, in like two weeks or so. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it's crazy. There's a lot. definitely going to see. I have to see Childish and Ray. You know, I'm a huge Ray Sherman. That's that's like my guilty pleasure at the Wells Fargo. Oh, okay. Together? That's yeah. Oh, Ray's opening up for the for him. Oh, that's going to be a good show. Uh, Jacob with Young Thug in October. And then, like, you know, Drake and Amigos. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's, you, Brandon, you looking forward to seeing anybody? So, I, I've i kind of transitioned from, you know, enjoying even just attending concerts as uh-huh. much. Uh, as opposed to finding, you know, some type of way to end up either working the situation. Or I was just about to say that. Being, you're, a, you're all over being the event curator myself. Sure. Okay. You know, being able to organize something at that capacity. So, well, I'm. You all already know I got tickets to B and J. That's done. Um, I actually want to see. Uh, I, I like rock music too, so I want to see Foo Fighters. They're in oh, July. Okay. I want to see them. Cool. Yeah. Me it's and yeah. Taking my little brother to see J Cole. It's his favorite artist. That's what's up. He's awesome. never been a, a con. He's never been to a concert before. He's not a real crowd person. Oh wow. Nah. Michael's super chill. He's too cool for school, man. Yeah. J Cole's a J Cole's a good a good thing. A good first. Yeah, 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 right? for sure. That's definitely good. So, but yeah. um, He's probably not listening, but I'm going to treat him to that. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> and awesome. um, I think, I, I mean, I'm always looking forward to see who the lineup for Made in America is going yeah. to be. They haven't dropped it yet. Which I'm, I think they usually drop is it in June. Late? No, they usually drop it in June. Okay. Yeah. But I'm definitely interested in going to Made in America. I wonder now. who's going to be headlining, yo. Remember we keep talking about, I think maybe Drake this year. That's what I, I wait, see, he's going to be there two times in the same month. Nah. Maybe, may, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. look how much energy we've got going on right now. Come on, maybe. I don't know. I don't oh. know. Maybe Kendrick. That's a really good choice. Maybe. That's a very good choice. He's doing Hangout Festival. Why not? Very He's good never choice. headlined in Philly, uh, Made in America. He's done it when he was in L.A., but yeah. Well, no, J. Cole was just here a couple years ago. He was there last year. No, I he was there last year. He headlined last year. No, I was at the one that he headlined last Bruh, year. Bro, he headlined Saturday last year, and then Jay-Z headlined Sunday. I was there. He was here two years in a row. Yes, <laughs> he was there to do it with the weekend. J Cole, he wasn't a headline. Yeah, he did. He was there, but he didn't headline. He didn't headline the weekend yeah. headline, but he went on. That right was 2015. 2016 J. J. was Rihanna was and um and um Coldplay, was 2016, and then last year 2017 he was there. He headlined. He headlined last year, last Saturday. Um, I wasn't here for that. I didn't go. To, I, that was a one year mm-hmm. I didn't go yeah. so far. But looking forward to possibly, possibly not only going to it, but on your level, working right. at Made in America. Get that right? press pass, cuz. Actually, yeah. I'm be honest <laughs> with you, I don't want to do Made in America any other way. Right. <laughs> we talked about this. Right. We actually did a show like how to how to festival mm-hmm. and like just things to do, not to, to do, Made what to bring, what together. not to bring. Because we've been the first. <laughs> we've been to Made in America th- together. She was about to get in, like several fights. <laughs> I'm like, have you not been in crowds? No, right, right, not right, like right, that. Right. It's too much. Made in America is a little bit different of a yeah. beast if you haven't, you know. And right. The last time I was like, you know what? Mm, I'm gonna have to step up my game, and there's gonna have to be a press pass involved. Yeah. So it gotta be chill. Oh yeah. Because it's a lot going on. There's a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am looking forward to seeing um, uh, J Cole for sure. Other than seeing Beyonce uh, again, I'm looking really looking forward to seeing J Cole. Oh, now it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be Especially really, really this, cool. this album. But I think you're on to something about Kendrick Lamar. I think that... <laughs> pull a Party. surprise. Well, no, she's still, she'll be just having the baby. Maybe not. No. Nah, I don't um, know. I I think I think Kendrick's the front runner for me. I think. 
It sounds like a really good choice. Yeah. I like yeah. it. like it. And if it's so that I, I've never seen him live before. I, I haven't heard, seen him either. I heard his energy is crazy. Yeah. So I would his set pieces are that. dope, too. Like He puts a lot of time into his set, so I think that's why it would be really dope. Cool. All right, everybody. Well, that wraps it up for the Lauren uh, Real Live Ratchet Recap. Yeah, yeah. For tonight. And next, we have our interview coming up with Brandon Ballard. We're going to take a quick, quick break. And the next song, I think, actually is my pick. Yeah. I slowed it down a little bit with Janet Jackson, Come Back to Me. Mm -hmm. And then when we come back, we're going to jump right into this Lauren Real Live interview. Come back to me. No, we didn't ask you to do that now. Come on. Well, you're welcome. That was beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Here we go. (laughs) Pick it up already. Look, you got your Howard, you know, companion Uh, in the building. Excuse me. I was waiting until we came back on. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren yep. Ree, right here. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on What A Ice Radio. And that was Janet Jackson with Come Back To Me. We just had a little discussion. I just want to make this clear, y'all. I love Janet. Mm-hmm. She's timeless. She's an icon. But low-key, Janet can't sing. Janet can perform. Right. She can. <laughs> and I didn't go to her concert when she just had that, uh, when she came back. Yeah, and yeah, Everybody yeah. went to the tour. My sister, my sister went. Mm-hmm. And she said the same thing. She said, Janet puts on a great performance. Right. She can still dance. She can move. She looks great. But no one is going to no one see is her going sing to them Janet. notes. Yeah. No. No. Them runs. Nah. Remember nah. the note from, um, uh, uh, what's that song that she, that the really the ballad that everyone loved? Never fall in love again. Again. When you try to hit that high note, yeah. it's like, we love you without just doing that. Point, point the mic to the crowd. Right, <laughs> right, Do that right, trick. Right. There you go. And you know, she always give you a little talk. Yeah. Kind of like smooth you over. Like, you, be you know like, what I'm talking right, about. Her, her, her voice is so That's where she takes you away. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. So by the time she comes back in, you forget. You forget. I feel you. You forget about that. Anytime, any place. I remember the video. Exactly, right? But Janet wasn't really out here singing for her life. Nah. Let's be clear. No, no, no. Right? No, no. We'll, we'll maybe talk about that another time yeah. about other artists that really <laughs> That could be like another episode, to be honest. Holy <laughs> episode. <laughs> we could really talk about that for a very long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. But we can't do that right now because it's the Learn Re Live. Let's talk about it. Topic of the hour. Yeah, and yeah. We have Mr. Brandon Ballard here from Peak Scholars. Again, Brandon, hello. How are hey. you? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? How y'all feel? in the building it has been long overdue absolutely sure. um we've been bumping into you pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yeah every event that we've Just been to <laughs> right Running right around, right taking yeah. pictures yeah and i gotta say this he always takes a bomb picture bomb <laughs> i'm I like damn Right now. <laughs> like, I got to show love for the family. I appreciate that. Nah, you, you're very talented. Very talented. Got my good side and everything. <laughs> right? So, Brandon, we are definitely happy to have you here, but Thank we you. really want to get into you. This is all about you. And just tell us a little bit about how you kind of sort of got your start, how you got on the scene, and how to transition that into Peak Scholars Academy. All right, so um, and you you guys are getting all you know all the exclusive here because I don't I don't think I've ever uh, I've been on air to really tell my story. Okay, cool. Um, Talk that shit. You know, I've been in certain <laughs> positions. Couple you know, couple people here and there may know. Um, there's a few of my business partners to this day who have been around you know since I was you know my high school middle school days. Yeah. Okay. And that really kind of helps paint the best picture towards what I am now mm-hmm. and why I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people 
look at you know the fact that I'm getting into these you know phenomenal rooms and working with some phenomenal people, mm-hmm. but they don't realize that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of grind and a lot of uh, a lot of dark times yeah. that you really kind of got to push me. through. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of patience. Really, yeah, oh yeah. Oh they yeah. only see you know I don't mean to cut you off, but they only see the 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 stuff that we put up to see where we're at with all these people and right. but they don't see the behind the, the emails, stuff, the, emails the phone calls the texting right. yeah, the yeah, update yeah, DMs. four five o'clock in the morning finishing up editing, stuff, editing editing photos yeah, we t- trust me we totally get it and all and all of that is a part of the process but you know even even deeper you know like I said like getting into you know as an entrepreneur I mean one of the things I think we all go through and it's an ongoing process is trying to find ourselves Absolutely. you know finding yourself within your work uh, finding your purpose within your work you know why you do it and why you got started uh, you know and so for me it's really always just been about being able to put myself in a position to put other people in a better position as well. Cool. Um, you know, I've always been about service. Uh, first job I had, you know, humbles me because I was serving coffee and, and donuts at like Mugshots Coffee House mm-hmm. across the street from Eastern State Penitentiary. Okay. And even a position like that just kind of showed me like, you know, you bring something a little bit different to the situation. People, uh, people receive it. Differently. Absolutely. You know, people really get something from that. Uh, and for every, you know, maybe, uh, you know, 100 people that you put yourself, you know, out there for to really kind of like impact, there's at least going to be one that really feels you. Yeah. And that also lets you know that they felt you, Absolutely. you know, and so and you I never know who that person is. You never know. You never yeah. know. And you never know what that connection will lead to. Yeah. You know, so at that, you know, you should just always strive to be genuine because as, as much as you can, you know, there's always going to be somebody out there that's that perfect match for you to really kind of like flip that switch. Sure. Absolutely. You know, that one person that you need, they might not look like who you think they are or they might not actually be who you think they mm-hmm. are. You know, you fighting so hard to get into this room and the person that you needed was like right next to you watching you the whole time. Right. And they just wanted to know that, you know, you were serious and you believed in yourself. That's so did so through all of that. Um, was Peak Scholar Academy something that was always on your mind of something that you wanted to do and you just had to kind of like curate it? In a sense, uh, because what it what it is really um, and what I'm doing currently is I'm providing free education to communities. Yeah, um, actually, you, you know, know what? I'm sorry. Tell the people what Peak Scholars yeah, Academy yeah. is. So uh, Peak Scholars Academy, it's a uh, I call it a mobile mentoring program, uh, not mobile in the sense of being, you know, uh, accessible on cell phones, but mobile as far as how we move. Right. Um, you know, because I'm from uptown. But as I mentioned, a lot of my community work uptown started between <laughs> North Philly and Southwest Philly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I developed this sense of really being able to pop up in any community. Okay. Um, you know, I have partners and I have uh, close, you know, uh, associates that live in, in all the communities of Philadelphia. So then it's just like I'm creating these deals and creating these opportunities to have experiences in their parts of the city. So me, me being able to provide free education and, you know, the way I'm providing it, it's not just for young people or students, mm-hmm. but then it's also for entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Right. It's also for families. You know, it's also for educators. You know, it's a, it's a system that works for everybody mm-hmm. so that we can all become educated together. Um, it really means a lot to me because I could never lie and call myself like an academic achiever mm-hmm. because I've never done good in school. You know, okay. throughout <clears throat> throughout all my years, you know, including high school, uh, the time I spent at Howard University, HU, stand up. Okay. Too. <laughs> Excuse me, school pause the. right there. <laughs> I would just like to take a moment. This is the first time in the history it of Ella. It is L- not. Yes, that, that, that I've been out outran by, t- by Howard. It's oh, old. outran in yeah, the room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm about to say because. Howard's Felicia, pretty heavy in the room. We've right had now. a couple. We had a, Felicia a, was a bison. A couple. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah, Felicia Harris. Yeah, oh, yeah. Felicia. We had a couple. Of bison in here. Listen here. Let me have my moment right now. Okay? You got it. You got All it. All right. So the time you spent at where? <laughs> at the illustrious, the real HU. Now you know. You always know how to put that. You know. Right. Yes. 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 A little on spice it. on it. Go ahead. 
And so the time I spent there, which uh, in its reality was about two years. Okay. Um, I went there, you know, freshman year, you know, immediately entered this grind mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I hooked up with a few of my uh, roommates and we got together and we created a party promoting business and we were actually called Royal Society. Mm-hmm. And we immediately started hosting house parties, you know, just getting into the whole, you know, generating bugs. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, uh, at that college time, Twitter college, was popping. Yeah, at college, this was like, so dope because there's so many like promoters just doing their thing. So yeah. many. And, and the parties inspired. were so dope. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's like, it's inspiring, like, especially if you know that you really want to like be able to unlock your potential and do something similar. Yeah. You know, you want to really be able to like move like those people out there getting yeah. things done. You know, those people that uh, mentioned being about execution. Mm-hmm. So we, we jumped right into that and that actually... Not only did it serve as a distraction to my studies, <laughs> but it also like allowed me to figure out so much more uh, like what my potential actually was. Right. You know, because going through high school, as I mentioned, you know, I struggled academically. Um, you know, I was a class clown through high school, so you know, in and out of ineligibility list. Uh, I was unable to go on my junior prom. Wow. Um, you know, I've come home with like multiple Fs on a report card mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I, I truly struggled. And I almost didn't make it out. Yeah. And so for that simple fact, you know, it's just like I knew that I didn't want that to end up being like my resume. You know, I didn't gotcha. want that to really represent like who I was or what I was capable of. So when I went to college, I told myself, like, I'm going to make these years here about defining who I am, but also letting everybody that gets a chance to meet me know who I am and what I'm going to bring to the table. So you bring up a good point because we talk a lot about this, about, you know, we've all gone to college, whether we've graduated or not. We've mm. been there right to some capacity. Um, at what point did you not let it define you? Because a lot of people believe if you don't finish college, then there's like, I think society has made it like you don't finish higher education. There's nothing out, out here for you. Yeah. So right. at what point for you where you kind of like, cause you said you only spent two years there, correct. but it had to be a point where it was like, okay, I'm not going to do this, but I'm not going to let this piece of paper. Cause basically that's what it is. Pretty much. Define who I'm going to be and I'm still going to be able to do something. So it's uh, it's the same thing that rests in me now. Uh, it's the fear that I wake up with, you know, as an entrepreneur, knowing that all the hours in my day, like I control and what I bring back, you know, and what I'm able to stand for and represent. It's all about the work that I put out. And so during my time in college, I actually struggled with depression because I was failing academically. You know, um, I had this 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 buzz, you know, and that's my thing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm so serious with like identifying what buzz actually means mm-hmm. and then what it means for the people around you that, you know, you're you're building that trust with because people are looking up to you and they can't even define why they're looking up to you but then sometimes the person that's in that position can't even define why others should look up to them so as I have this buzz I'm just sitting there like well damn I don't even feel that way about myself you know I don't Mm. feel like I'm as secure in what it is that I'm doing or Mm. I don't feel like the man because I'm going home and I'm telling myself like is this really what I'm worth you know is there anything else and so you know I remember there was like one one big day uh, when I was at college, I got a phone call and I was told that if I wasn't able to come up with a certain amount of money, that I wouldn't be able to continue my studies there. Right. Yes, and we've all got that yeah. phone call. I, yeah, I, entered, I entered the situation with no scholarships, uh, you know, no co-signers for loans, yeah. Yeah. no anything, no, no help uh, whatsoever. And so it's just like that day, you know, I took a I took like a break from all my friends, you know, I took a break from the party and stepped away. And I remember like I had to just kind of like go sit by a lake and it was almost like meditation. It was like I yeah. needed that, that, you know, that therapeutic moment mm-hmm. to really like look 
within myself and figure out like what do I want to make for myself mm -hmm. and I knew that being in that position having so many pressures coming from so many different directions yeah. I wouldn't be able to unlock my potential there and then that was the day that I actually even decided to drop out of college wow. when I told myself I'm not gonna let any of my decisions or or whatever people see me do I'm not gonna let that define me like I will I will stand for what I right. stand for you know if you need to know who I am come talk to me and I'll tell you and you'll be damn impressed you that's know? <laughs> super dope because it was like you're present with yourself at that very moment to mm -hmm. kind of know that this is the end of the road for me here right because a lot of people listen i've gotten that phone call like yo you got had his bread by what's the name or all your classes yeah, are yeah, yeah. right mm, yeah and you can't register a, a lot of people are like grasping for strings to kind of figure that out but yeah, for you right. to be kind of sort of like it's probably gonna be it for me Right? right and but i'm gonna still make it do what it do is is, is dope you were present with yourself in that moment so that's a really good point for us to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to dive into all about peak scholars because gotcha. what you're offering for the community is really dope and i want our audience to kind of know everything all the programs that you guys yeah. can offer for them i appreciate that all right so this is your pick jay Go, um Godzilla is gone this is her no this is, is it Godzilla gone? oh no what am i at oh no if i'm sorry my this bad. is her best choreography video. it is the it's another choreography that everybody tried to emulate yes i still sure. can't get that down no, 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 no. <laughs> too much coordination for me <laughs> all right everybody we'll be right back it's your girl lauren Reed, what ice radio and we're back we're back lauren Reed live yeah. Ice radio uh that was got to you got to is gone a little snafu but it's okay <laughs> I know, I'm we'll sorry, save the best for last. <laughs> we'll save the best for our left. intern Nima, who's on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss you, we girl. miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that sun, though. But we are in the middle of the interview with Brandon Ballard from Peak Scholars Academy. We're about to get into the thick of what it is, yes. what a, a, an event is like at Peak Scholars. So if you want to get into that, that's how we'll start this segment. So when I'm going to Peak Scholars, there's people coming in. What do I expect? What's going to happen at yeah. this event? Uh, so <clears throat> it's really a combination of a, a, a really powerful networking mixer a workshop uh and a panel you know cool um it's, it's just like all of those elements mixed into one pot uh because the people that i'm connecting are also like you know passionate individuals uh -huh. who have really like given their time to not only like developing these like established platforms mm -hmm. but also you know having some sense of giving back um you know either helping the youth uh you know whatever whatever form of give back you know it may be right. and so granted really being able to get these types of people connected uh you know as Jamel, as you just mentioned, you know, meeting a, a, a very close business partner of mine who, you know, we've been collaborating for more than a year now and such, you know, mentioning that you should meet me. Yeah. You know, it's just like I kind of have that whole sense, too, of when I get around great people that don't know each other. Yeah. But it's a little bit more than just the whole, OK, like we, we know Philly has that crab in a barrel, you know. Absolutely. This is this is why not to cut you off, but this is why you. I was yeah. like, all right, I should really probably fuck with this dude, because <laughs> like the, that was probably like the second or third person that had brought that up. I was like, all right. All right, I gotta, I gotta follow up this guy like more seriously, and whatever, whatever. And then like more and more of the events that we've been to, we just, just kicked it. And yeah, whatever, and then whatever. he right. told me about you. Yeah. And it's just funny that we finally ended up meeting at B Expo. B Expo. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that was first. And then all, then like the floodgates opened up all these people that we kind of knew, like the, yeah. the, like the universe was like, okay, we should have been kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. So then our Howard connection, yeah, our Howard like, connections, okay. yeah. family connections, it's like we're connected it's like, by blood somewhere, like, somewhere, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, what? Yeah, right. See so you at a family reunion, right? right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming there, shooting your family reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which one of my members hired yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Are you my, are you my right. third cousin now? <laughs> very possible, right? Um, but I love it. So, but what if I don't know about peak uh, peak scholars? Like, what kind of 
who is the best fit to come out for this? Is it anybody? Right. Really, it's it is anybody. Um, you know, I I wanted to create a program that could meet people wherever they are. Um, you know, whether it be you have an established business or an established, like a, a well thought out idea mm-hmm. of what you want to do. And you feel as though, you know, OK, I don't need much help, but there's a few people that I could be connected to that could help yeah. me figure out my direction I need to take. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have absolutely no idea, you know, there's people who are absolutely supportive towards helping you develop, you know, what it is that you want to you know be able to unlock within yourself. Um, there's people that would provide the mentorship, you know, mm-hmm. the accountability, things of that nature, um, giving you the realistic tools and opportunities by also putting you in front of people that might also be able to help financially, you know, um, not just like literally physically handing you money, mm-hmm. but will also offer you that financial mentorship. Yeah. You know, so long term like investments. This, exactly. Yeah. You know, long term investments by simply connecting the right kind of people. I love that it would have never known about one another. You know, and one thing that I've always recognized about myself is that uh, actually a young man told me about this at my high school the other day. Uh, He said that I appreciate the fact that the type of energy that you exert, like it seems as though people naturally gravitate towards you. And then people will like listen or people will, you know, understand what it is that you have going on. And what I what I feel as though is like important about me using that energy and using that power mm-hmm. is really to intentionally connect the people around me and have them understand that we can do this together. Like there are people and there are egos and systems that make things difficult for us, you know, and then there sometimes is a divide. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't still be intentional about creating that that sense of unity. Yeah. You know, so it's just like I've, I've been doing work. Uh, I teach photography in the communities for free, mm-hmm. you know, and I have people come from different corners and, you know, call me crazy for doing anything for free for people right but at the end of the day you know all i needed to get here where people are able to respect me now and respect the platforms that i have is just simply somebody willing to invest in me unconditionally without needing anything in return so um we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. about um of course listen everyone at some point needs to kind of like get the fruit of their labors right but i always am so compassionate and I, and I, i love the people who are out here doing something to give back and not everything has to be a dollar sign attached to it because some of these people like you said just need someone to know that they are going to invest their time in them right so and a lot of the people that i see that's on your bill um for them to want to come out and really sit and talk to um the youth in the community and stuff like that Mm. when they're like heavy hitter people. Yeah, like, thank you. So let's get let's talk about yeah, that. Let's power about perception that. too. Power perception too. Your next Ooh. event. Yeah, power perception too. Um, How was the first one? It was beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. It was it was powerful. Um, you know, we actually had some tears flowing in there because wow. you know, we, like I said, I'm, I mean, I'm going for providing experiences that Absolutely. you know you're not going to get in any other you know pocket of the city just because of what I'm really you know how intentionally I'm approaching this. You know, mm-hmm. um, I focus on really engaging my audience, giving them the opportunity to get to really know one another beyond Mm. just the business you know beyond just what i can do for you Mm -hmm. but how can we build together you know let's focus on that um you know making sure that the youth feel supported uh in the room and things of that nature providing them with opportunities and giving them the platform as well so we also have like youth performances um at the uh, most recent power perception anaya wolf if you know her she's the uh young 16 year old filmmaker uh her father travis wolf uh diana wolf they sent her to la you know she's doing amazing things 
I um okay. I know who Travis Wolf is. He's an inspirational uh speaker, motivational yes. speaker. Yes. Brother brother of mine, absolutely phenomenal. He actually was one of my um main, you know, uh featured speakers at the last event. Okay. And his daughter, you know, she was also my featured youth speaker. Wow. And his son, Travis Wolf Jr., did a dance performance for the crowd as wow. well. Wow. So just really being able to like, you know, add value to the very situation. talented family. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Very, yeah. very well respected. Um you know, and just really being able to provide that opportunity. You know, power perception was a concept I developed because of all the questions that I get about how I get into different rooms sure. and how I end up working with people. Hustle. As you, as you look at my flyer <laughs> yeah. and you're like, wow, you have these heavy hitters. Yeah. You know, like, how do you how do you get that? You know, come to the come to the event like, and find out. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like you, you put in the work, you persist, you know, and, and you do it in a sense of like always like putting your heart into it, you know, and, and really doing it. Like I say you win by being a servant first. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You know, and that's also something that I continue to learn from my brother Travis Wolf. You know, you win by being a servant first. Mm -hmm. And if you serve your community, you serve the people around you, mm -hmm. that support, it just naturally grows. And, sure. it, it, and it's, it has the best opportunity to be as organic as possible too. Yeah. So really quick before we go to our last break, why is power perception important for someone who um, is looking for that, uh, what, what should I say? That motivation. Um, to that, do push. What, that push. That push. Right. to whatever's next for them in their life. Why is power of perception important for them to come to? Uh, being able to really create the shift that's needed in your life to, yeah. to reach your success, you have to be able to adopt the mindset that's necessary. And so how you perceive things and then also, you know, what you're doing in your life and how you are perceived by those around you wholly affects what you're able to do. You know, so mm -hmm. if I was just out here and, you know, the reputation that I was building was that, you know, I was an ass or that, you know, I wasn't supportive of people's businesses or that, you know, I wasn't actually trying to provide opportunities for people, then I wouldn't receive the type of support I'm receiving. It's it's a yeah. simple equation, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's not always a simple thing to just put yourself in the position to create that and to to be able to build that leadership but you know at least getting yourself in the right situations and connecting yourself to the right people that could teach you how to position yourself to become that leader and so the power of perception the workshop itself mm -hmm. what i'm doing is i'm allowing everyone to come out and learn what it takes to really start to adopt that mindset that's needed if you really want to be a leader in your community if you really want to take your business to the next level and be able to inspire 20 other businesses to open mm -hmm. you know and and, and and move in the same sense that you move uh so it's just you know that's what i want to be able to i want to put that power in people to control the the you know to control have control over their perception and, and how it. they perceive yeah there you go i love that's it, it. <laughs> all right so when we come back we want to talk about what's next for you and what's next for the academy we know that there's power perception but i'm sure in that mind of yours you have a ton of other stuff that you got coming up as well right you want listen let me tell you something someone always gives us an exclusive yeah, on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. we got them drops I, i'm looking for at least one exclusive of something that's coming up <laughs> that nobody you. knows about yet i got you you right. already got the exclusive with the with the Brandon C. Ballard story. So yeah, I mean, you that's did. true. That's but, true. Yeah, all right, so well, I got you. All right, all right, but I need something for an event. Something coming up for people to look forward to, right? Gotcha. All right, so now, Jay, I will play okay. If by Janet Jackson. That, you're just trying to play me out because I didn't go to Howard. That was all that <laughs> that's all that was. I mean, it was a, probably a little dig. A little <laughs> all right, everybody, we'll be right back. To you. And we're back, everyone. It's your girl Lauren Ree right here on Water Ice Radio. It is time for the Lauren Ree Live wrap up. Wrap up. Behind the scenes, I was just fucking up. <laughs> but you'll get. But well, we, we, right? we, we got it. We got it. Right. We got it down. Yeah. So Brandon, we want to know what is next for the academy. Yeah. What's up? All right. Summertime well, about to be lit. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I mean, most, uh, you know, immediately we have the Power of Perception coming up this Sunday, May mm-hmm. 27th. Uh, it's from 2 to 5 p.m. You definitely don't want to miss it. And uh, it will be at the St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mount Airy. And that's at 2169 74th Avenue. You can definitely check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Peak Scholars Academy to see more information on that. Um, in June, we actually have a youth banquet that I oh, am nice. curating. And so, you know, it's really celebrating academic achievement and then awesome. also honoring some uh, phenomenal youth in the city, you mm-hmm. know, including people like Anaya Wolf. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I have a couple other names. I'm, you know, going to save some of that for... for Got to confirm. Got to confirm yeah, certain may, things. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be back before. <laughs> okay, you know, and and, and okay it'll give us a chance right, to perfect. more info. But uh, that's going to be pretty big. It's going to be a five-hour event wow. held on uh, at 700 Table Road at actually the place is called 700 Banquet Hall. Okay. And so that's June 27th, last Wednesday in June. Um, the exclusive, as we break hey. back into the school year, uh, mm-hmm. Peak Scholars Academy will be going on a 10-school tour. Nice. Which will be called the Charged Up Tour. That's what's I up. I love that. So I will be going to 10 different schools. I'll actually be bouncing in and out of the city okay. as well. So that's the interesting that's twist. Dope. Uh, I have a few connections out in New York City. And so Peak will be really moving uh, as we enter back into the school year this next go around because I want to be able to connect with students further in other cities to provide the bridge mm-hmm. between students that may want to attend college in this city and the others. Super happy for you about that's that. That's awesome. That's amazing. I really, really Thank love you. it. We need that right now out here in these streets. In these streets. Helping in these, these kids. Screets. For sure. So I got actually, I got one thing. I got a question sure. for you before we dip. Um, what would be one piece of advice that you could get to someone who's trying to figure things out? Like whether like they're leaving college or they don't know what to do out of high school or they're trying to find passions about, you know, what would you t- say to, the, to that person or to those people? Whatever amount of effort you believe you're putting into it at this very moment, just add a little bit more intentionality into those efforts Mm -hmm. Uh, because the education, the tools, the resources, the connections, they're there. Mm -hmm. They're out there. They're right in front of you. They're beside you, you know, in your daily commute, they're there, Uh, you know, and so it's just like, you know, being intentional, you'll start to really become more observant. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll become much more aware of, of the situations and the people that you're around and you'll realize exactly how to utilize and how to place yourself uh, and position yourself the right way to achieve that greatness so that's a great answer that's a great answer yeah i love it thank you all right we are really 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 happy that we found it happened yes yes they said it wouldn't and they (laughs) check check mark (laughs) but we always say the first time you are a guest the next time you are family he's been family though he's been 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 a couple cookouts (laughs) that's my cousin is coming to a family cookout near you (laughs) so anytime you want to come through definitely come stop by we are here for you we're here to support Peak Scholar Academy. And I will go to Peak Scholar. Every time he's been inviting me, I've, I've had something to do, and I feel I know, bad. I'm, I'm like, bad. I guess I should. Let me get that drop to the community, too. Like, I am the, like, most understanding event host ever, okay? Like, I, I do this love. consistently that is so that you can just have as many opportunities to finally make it. Yeah. Like, if you can't make 20, trust me, that 20. Hey, look, I'm going to have 21, and I'm going to have an unlimited yeah. amount. So let's just, let's just keep rolling. Absolutely. I believe we're right here first. Me and Jada, gentlemen, we're going to be definitely, definitely, definitely stopping definitely, through definitely, something definitely. to support Peak Scholars because – we need more people out here like you, Brandon, out here making um, strides in our communities, especially helping with, especially for education. Um, your story is dope, especially like I was just thinking in my head, like for you to be able to go back to your school where you were having academic trouble with, right. to speak to those, yeah, those kids, yeah, yeah. 
how fulfilling is that for you? Absolutely. Uh, it's 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 positioning yourself to really make a difference, you know, but using those same barriers that you once just identified as barriers. You know, you, yeah. you, you, you called them barriers. You know, you guys know the power of affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Absolutely. minute you call it a barrier, the minute you look at it as something that holds you back, it is. You know, it's the biggest thing that'll keep you down. And so mm-hmm. without, you know, without me looking at it as a barrier, it, it could only be something that I have full control over. And, and I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of kids could be, that's definitely relatable to them too. So I think that's very, you know, refreshing for them to hear as Absolutely. well. So that's what's up. All right, everybody. Well, thank you again, Brandon, for coming through. No, thank Just, you guys. Oh, this was this was awesome too. <laughs> this is dope. Make sure everybody, yeah, everybody follow. Know about us, right? Come on now. <laughs> we will be back next week, everybody, with another special guest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we got another a whole bunch of ranch stuff going on, but June is going to be lit as well. Yeah, man. You guys are going to be really excited about some of the guests that we have lined up for June. So stay tuned. All right, everybody. It's your girl Lauren Reed with my boy Jada Gentleman. And always remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Sometimes Sometimes they they wear wear headphones. headphones. See you guys later.